<laughs> so it's settled. <laughs> Together, we will defeat uh, those uh, evil Yes. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than some afternoon pancakes. We've got you now, Ghost Beaver Kick. There's no need to fight, friends. I've got something we can all enjoy. A fine selection of beers from the new Ontario Brewing Company. This is precisely what we needed. It is acceptable. <laughs> the new Ontario Brewing Company offers an assortment of refreshing brews. Try a fine beer like Frisky Pete's Pale Ale, Tree Topper Red, or Bear Runner Blonde. New Ontario, so good, it'll have you singing. The New Ontario Brewing Company. Even seagulls love it. The New Ontario Brewing Company. Ghost Beaver Kick approved. The New Ontario Brewing Company. Don't be a villain. Get with the chilling. The New Ontario Brewing Company. The best thing North Bay's ever done. The New Ontario Brewing Company. Every cup here is poison. The New Ontario Brewing Company. Beer even giant man birds enjoy. The New Ontario Brewing Company. I'm so glad they didn't cut me. You are listening to They Must Be Destroyed On Sight. The following podcast contains adult language, adult situations, and spoilers for the movies discussed occur often. You've been warned. Now, take it away, Dr. Rausch. They must be destroyed on sight. Hello and welcome. It is They Must Be Destroyed on Site, episode 300. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Woo! I should have made it. <laughs> I should have, I should have had like, I should have, I always underprepare these things. I, I should have had like celebration sounds I could play or applause or. You would like your soundboard and you don't have that? Yeah, I don't. I have it full of other shit right now, so. Um, <laughs> Just random sounds. Just insert random sounds during editing. I'm gonna fix some edit post, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I could, I could, I could insert random things like. He was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had him all over the world. Like that, you know, or like. You better be 14, baby. Jesus Christ, <laughs> or not that. <laughs> there we go. But uh, yeah, 300 episodes. I, originally, I was like planning this to be a, like a bigger show, but some things fell through, and you know, people are hard to get hold of once in a while. Like we were supposed to have two special guests on the show, but both of them had to cut out basically at the last minute, kind of thing. So, yeah, you have us instead. You have us. You have the you have the lees. Yeah, that's all yeah. you ever want in your whole entire life, anyway. So who cares? Those Onley fans out there, you're gonna get the double dose. 
tonight. Yeah, um, it is going to be wild. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know how wild it's going to be, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it'll get very dramatic. But doubtful. Um, but yeah, uh, 300 episodes, you know, uh, we've been doing this for almost 10 years. So, uh, because I, I think the first the first episode of this dropped December-ish 2014. So, we're getting there. I was definitely not around. You weren't even born yet. I hope I was born, Jesus Christ. Oh, no, that's, that's right, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, uh, we do have a little bit of feedback here, so uh, I'm going to get into that real quick. But um, before that, I should introduce who's actually on the fucking show. Uh, I'm Lee. The explosion <laughs> blew my pants off, but luckily I had my long johns on underneath Russell. Yeah. And uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts with the mostest, Sigma herself, Lee, the pancake Hardy. <laughs> the pancake. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It was. It's always every time I watch this, I'm always because I've seen it so many times, mm -hmm. and I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm probably gonna get tired of it. Like, I, I'm probably just gonna like overwatch it, and then I watch it and I just laugh. I laugh more and more because <laughs> I notice different things or I see different things or I remember certain things. So it's just. Mm -hmm. I forgot how funny it was. Like this is the oh, only, this is my okay. second time watching it, and I I forgot just how funny it actually was. Um, but yeah, we are we are gonna be doing Ghost Beaver Kick from 2019 tonight. A a movie that uh, my co-host stars in or co-stars in I, I should say i guess yes but You're but really the only but really movie i started yeah. <laughs> but, but you know really you do do a lot of the heavy lifting especially with the the fight scenes and stuff like that you're you're in quite a bit of that um but yeah go speed for kick we're gonna we're gonna talk about that hopefully get some a uh, little bit of behind the scenes information actually it's kind of i should have asked lee to host, basically, may, be the main host of the show, uh, the, this episode. Now that I think about it, but it's all good. You can just ask me the questions, and yeah. I will answer the questions. Um, but before we get into that, like I said, we have a few comments. So I, and you know, again, like I said, underprepared. I didn't think to like fish for comments like a week ahead of time or whatever. I I just it's like pretty How much last. How dare you? I have, know, like a life outside of this. Not much one, but. <laughs> You know, um, so our, our friend uh, Greg Belosky, who has been on this show before uh, a few times and was a co-host of our uh, side project, uh, Cape Shit, until that died, um, he says, show us your boobs. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you can't see the video <laughs> right now, Greg, but we are both currently topless. Yeah, we are, are mm. straight up showing our boobs, just for you, Greg. Yeah. And um, I got to say, mine are slightly perkier. I don't know. Gravity took mine. <laughs> she's got the better. She's got the better jugs. I've just got the perkier ones. That's that's all. I prefer the jugs myself, but you know. Um, 
And we have a comment from Matt Simpson from the Movie Melt podcast. He's been on here a couple times in the past, and I've been on his show many a time. Uh, he says, congrats, Lee. To celebrate, try to polish a 30-pack before the episode's over. All diaper and no breaks. Do it for us fans. What drink are you on? I'm on drink number one. Well, you got some catching up to do. Yeah, I, got, I, I don't even have 30 beers in the house. <laughs> I have I have exactly like three maybe to drink and that's about and it. then and then some random stuff you can find in your house just just I mean I do have a cupboards. I mean I do have a bottle of whiskey but I'm not I'm not planning on getting shit faced three drinks a twenty six ounce of whiskey I got to see a twenty nine mm-hmm. and I just need to go find an ounce of alcohol somewhere <laughs> well, I'm sure there's something in the house maybe. A, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think there might be a bottle of Listerine somewhere I could polish off. But oh, yeah. perfect! There's your last ounce. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Matt. And now we have an audio comment from someone who's been on the show before and a friend of his. So I'm just going to play that right now. Hi, how you doing here? Hi, 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 Wayne. Hi. So uh, I gotta give you like congratulations or some shit for uh, hitting 300. Uh, you know, most podcasts in the 27 years you've been on have already done that. But, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, if you don't count the intermission episodes, it's probably over 300 by now. If you count, if you don't count those. Uh, but, you know, yippee. <laughs> I hope you were able to get all your past guest hosts on this show. You couldn't get my friend Vaughn on. Uh, you know, I understand he's a little bit of a, a bitter pill to deal with because he's a fucking nuke. A dumb motherfucker. Um, maybe I'll get him on here for a second. He's in the other room taking a shit. Uh, but I don't know. Like I like the whole faction of your show. I've always liked it. I've always been a fan of it. Vaughn's always talk highly, so I've listened to a bunch of episodes, mostly the ones that Vaughn's are on, just to kind of make sure that he doesn't sound like a complete dickhead. Uh, you know, but I'm a fan of this fucking ep- podcast, and I hope you continue to making them. I hope this isn't like the end because near the end of the year and you're like, fuck it, we're done. 300 episodes, go eat a dick. Um, but yeah, let me see if the uh, dickhead wants to talk. Hey, dickhead. Dickhead. Yeah, so. You want to talk to these assholes? Or I'm leaving a voicemail for the Tim the Boss. Tim the Boss? Uh, you know, the destroying on site people? Oh, yeah, so. <sighs> okay. So, you heard Wayne. I hope. Uh, he said nice things. Um, 300 episodes. Very cool. Um, I don't think I've even hit 300 episodes. I think I have in the 15 years I've been doing podcasting. But I want to hit 400. Maybe at 400 I'll cut it off. I'll do the whole uh, Mike Wood thing and just delete everything and hide from humanity. Um, and probably not. I'll probably do this until I'm dead. Um, but uh, yeah, Lee, Lee, and everyone else who's been affiliated with the show over the many years, um, congratulations on putting out a, one fantastic podcast. And um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, Wayne probably sat there and blew tons of smoke up your ass. Um, but yeah, I uh, enjoy the show and I always have. I love being a part of it when I get a chance to be. And I love having Lee being a part of my show. Um, and uh, what else do I have to say? I mean, many more years, I hope. You know, that's from the bottom of my cold black heart. It's the most nice thing I can ever think of saying. Um, but yeah, this has gone on too long. It's almost at three minutes. Um, what the hell did he say? I can't wait to listen to this and find out what he had to say. All right. 
Lee, Lee, everyone else, congratulations again. Toodles. There we go. Thank you, Vaughn and Wayne. Very nice of you. Um. <laughs> I think this is like more of a celebration for you. Because, like, yes, I joined, but I joined episode, prime number episode. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, the, I think the first episode you were on, right, was Faster uh, Pussycat, Faster Pussycat kill, kill. kill Kill, yeah. That was and the one then, I picked. And then it was only like a handful of episodes after that, really, before you became permanent co host because Daniel had to step down from full time. So, yeah. 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 So, congratulations to you, Mr. Lee, for 300 episodes. Job well done. I'm happy I got to be a part of this journey and join you for the, the milestone that I did not really do much for. <laughs> I just showed up when I was told to show up and watch no, movies but, when I was told to watch movies. Yeah, but no, that the, that makes the uh, the podcast way better. It's the people who, who guest host on it. I'm... I'm not all that interesting myself, so, like, when I have interesting people on to talk about movies like you, that makes it a much more entertaining and informative show. So, um, I mean, if it was just me talking into the void alone, I probably would have cut this off years ago. So, uh, yeah. 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 Thank you all for the for the comments and very much appreciated. Yeah, would for for Greg, we'll we'll stay topless the entire show. So just just for you, buddy. And we'll have uh, no evidence of it. You just have to believe us. Yeah, uh, that's behind the the paywall on on OnlyFans. So um, you you gotta you gotta you gotta pay in like the top tier to to get that. You'd have you didn't have anything you watched recently. To, to mention, right? You've been busy. <laughs> no, I've been watching really bad YouTube videos. Okay. <laughs> and watching Twitch streams because I, I haven't had the chance to sit down and properly watch a movie because I usually just watch something and just take a really quick nap before I'm like off the class again. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll mention three things real quick. I found a Gene Hackman movie from the 1970s that I hadn't seen before and what I discovered is that, oh, he actually made a couple bad movies in the 1970s. I thought that was impossible. Um, this one's called The Domino Principle from 1978. And uh, Gene Hackman basically plays this um, guy who is put in prison for the murder um, the, of his uh, wife's uh, ex-husband or something along those lines. Um, he didn't actually do it. But he was, you know, he's framed and put in prison. And then he gets broke, broken out by this shadowy organization. And so this is, like, at the tail end of, like, the 1970s, like, conspiracy pictures and stuff like that. You know, ones where everyone's, like, um, suspicious and paranoid of the government. And, oh, they're controlling everything. And there's secret clandestine groups trying to overthrow the government and shit. That's one of these pictures and basically what they're doing is they're hiring him because he's a he's a crack sharpshooter because he was he was in vietnam and they're going to use him at, basically they break him out of prison they're going to use him as a assassin and they do everything to like basically and and this should be cool like this sounds like oh this would be a cool movie like that that's a that's an interesting premise and it's just so boring and like oh that's unfortunate yeah and there's not a lot going on even the action scenes aren't good and it's just kind of like every cliche of like the sort of paranoid conspiracy films of that time, but none of them pay off in any 
satisfying way. And I was just like, ugh. Apparently, apparently there was a lot of turmoil behind the scenes, too. Apparently Gene Hackman was, like, a real dick behind the scenes in that one for some reason. And didn't get along with the director. And so it... It, it shows on on screen. It's just it's it's it should have been way better than it was because there's a lot of talent in, in it and everything. Um, Candace Bergen is his co-star as his as his wife, and she's like given nothing to do. Like she's she shouldn't even be in the movie. Basically, she does so little. Um, yeah, it's just it was just a real slog. I was like, oh, this could have been so much better. That's um, unfortunate. Yeah, that's when it happens. Uh, then I'll just mention two things that we watched last night as a screening for um, mutual friends, the sort of typical, hey, on the weekend, let's watch some movies bullshit. This one you missed because you were out being a party pooper and then not showing up. Party to- pooper. I yeah. went to go watch my friend play music. <laughs> well, so... You're both good friendly and also bad friendly because you weren't you weren't hanging out with us losers watching a movie on the. I internet. hung out with you guys after, and I hung out in the second movie, which I wasn't paying attention to because I was. Yeah, yeah, again. Intoxicated for just having two drinks earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the one, the first one we watched was Ninja Three: Dom- The Domination from 1984. And uh, you don't. This is one of. It's, it's a canon-made ninja film. It's one of their series. Uh, it's it's a movie where you don't have to watch the first two movies because they're not connected at all to this one. And this one is like a mashup of a couple different things. Like there's a bit of Ghostbusters in it. There's a bit of uh, The Exorcist in it. A bit of Terminator in it because it's like this ninja that's already like supernaturally strong and almost unkillable gets gunned down by. Uh, a bunch of cops after like assassinating some people on a golf course and he basically transfers his soul into this beautiful telephone line operating woman like she works on the on the telephone lines and stuff like that like there's a scene of her like uh, with spiked shoes climbing up the telephone poles and like fucking with the phone wires and stuff this is a crazy pants movie It, it like it makes no sense at all tons of action people getting killed left and right it's kind of a slasher movie too in a way it's just a lot of fun it's kind of uh, yet yet another one i'm probably going to save on my hard drive for like us to watch together at some point because i think you would enjoy it it's 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 super stupid and it's a lot of fun i like that and the other one i mentioned and this is the one that you only sort of half watched and honestly all of us only sort of half watched it because by the end of it we're all like I don't know what's going on in this movie at all. Like, there's some cool shit in it, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. This is Maya from 1989. Uh, this is an Italian exploitation film, late period Italian horror film, and it's all sort of involves where where was the Mayan civilization? South America somewhere or Mexico? Right, right around that area somewhere, and just it seems like the spirit of a Mayan king is has come back to life and is uh, supernaturally killing people and uh, possibly going to possess somebody and there's all kinds of Italian gore stuff in it that's pretty good like when you get to like the attack scenes and the gore and stuff like that it's pretty good but then there's just a lot of stretches of people talking and I feel I felt like maybe it was a little bit too long like they could have cut like 10 minutes of that shit out mm-hmm. of the movie uh, and there's just a lot of sex scenes in, in it too. Like everybody's sweating all the time. 
whether they're having sex or not. But <laughs> but there is a lot of sweaty sex scenes in this, um, almost to the point where it's almost a softcore sex movie at the same time. And um, I kind of want to rewatch it because I, I feel like maybe because we were having too much fun and, and sort of winding down and everything, we weren't giving it its due, and we were sort of just talking over the movie a lot. So the stuff I did see in it I thought was kind of worth checking out again. So uh, uh, I probably will. Then we should do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there we go. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. Oh, wait, no, I have some other comments. I have some other comments from uh, people that they just sit in last minute. So uh, we, here we have one. Stupid piece of shit! That's not very nice. Place is fucking immoral. That's true. You can't blame <laughs> it all on alcohol. Man. Short but sweet comments from our fans. That was the truth right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and before we go to break, I'm just going to throw out this threat. I'll kill you, alligator man! Let it be known. Clytus, <laughs> I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this Earth? Destroy it utterly. Send Rick and Danny in wool rocket Ajax. So, just destroy it? That's what Ming said. Don't you ever listen? Well, there's no arguing with Ming. Hail, Hail Ming. Ming. Wait! You see those transmissions on the Visua screen? Crow? Nightmare on Elm Street? Chud 2? Black Belt Jones? Nightbreed? What's a critter? Oh, I've seen those things. Flash? I guess we could wait a while before the destruction. Yeah, and watch the movies. And talk about them. <laughs> the Hell Ming Power Hour. Disobedience to Ming. For now. You can find us at Legion Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. At www. You know what? Just Google it for yourself. Just Google it, you bastages. Hail Ming. Breaking 2? Electric Boogaloo? Samurai Cop? Army of Darkness? Flashdance? <laughs> <laughs> we might destroy the planet if it's Flashdance. <laughs> on ACBC at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8.30 in the burning remnants of Newfoundland. Now, here's some music from the only solo musician left alive in Northern Ontario, David Dino White.
Ghost Beaver Kick 2019. And you correct me, Lee, if I get any of these names wrong, by the way, since I go through the cast and stuff. None of them are foreign, but you know. Uh, written and directed by Stefan Phillips. Or is it just Stefan? Stefan? Okay. Um, the only other, like, big major credit I see is he, he did, a, he did like, a feature-length movie called The Pasta Killer, which yep. is... Like a noir film of some sort, which I'm kind of thinking we might do at some point on, on the on the podcast. We have Adam Newton as Ghost Beaver Kick. We have someone named Lee Hardy as Sigma. <laughs> Where did uh, she come from? <laughs> I don't know. We have Michael Brom as The Business. We have Blake uh, Serizano. Serizano, yep. Serizano as Melty Face Skull Ninja. <laughs> we have Sydney Lamora as Ginger Ninja. We have Melanie McGinnell as Badass Ninja. Uh, we have Guy Harold as Mantario Man. Guy, he's French. Oh yeah, Guy. Duh. Um, I should have knew that. Uh, Brian Cherry as American Business. And also, uh, if if I'm not mistaken, I feel like a lot of these people played other characters in the film, too, like under masks and, and stuff like that. Yeah, like you even played a couple different characters, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, 
I did a really good job disguising myself, though, because not a lot of people know that I did uh, multiple um, characters. And it was only in the intro, though, so it's not like a... Yeah, it was like the opening, like, montage. I was like, oh, that's Lee. That's that's her. (laughs) Only if you know me. Yeah. No, you're pretty well disguised. Um, And so there's a very brief synopsis here. One woodsman and his robotic friend must stop an evil organization from destroying the world. And yes, that that is the plot. And that that is the uh, skeleton that they build all the funny jokes and uh, all the nonsensical stuff on that. Uh, I don't know how, hot, how, how hard we'll get into spoilers on this, because honestly, I don't want to spoil too much for people, because I think, I think, you know, as, as limited as our audience is, maybe... This will get a few more people watching this film, and I, I kind of want to surprise them with some of the uh, joys of this uh, very short film. It's only 40 minutes, and it is a action-packed 40 minutes. So, 2019, how do you know how long this was uh, filmed over, Lee? Like, uh, it was filmed over a year. Yeah. Yeah, because we started. I think it was 2018 when we started. I think I have to double check. I have the picture of like the day one of filming. Mm. I feel like I'm terrible. I should know this <laughs> stuff. How did how did you get involved in this? Like, I assume you just knew all these people for the most part, right? You're 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 mostly all just friends, right? Yeah. So I know Stefan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've I've done some plays with him, and um, we did uh, a pro wrestling, um, well, amateur pro wrestling. Mm-hmm fight together. Uh, Kim and I, we did a really cool um, fight scene. Fight thing? Fight wrestling match? There we go. That's the word. And um, so he knew that I had like a background in martial arts. And it was funny because initially I was supposed to be the time traveler because he had like a a series for this. So I had this Mm. really cool costume made. And I never got to use that costume because turns out no one auditioned for Sigma. And I didn't realize how big a part of Sigma was, so it's kind of funny. Like, I, I don't even know why. Like, I didn't even clue in. But I was already set that I was going to be a part of it in a different way. He ended up asking me to be Sigma. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, I, how could I say no? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the main co-star, basically. And yeah, you mentioned, so, like, Ghost Beaver Kick, like, you can find it both on YouTube and on Vimeo. And the Vimeo version, the channel he has over at Vimeo for his the, the stuff he produces, um, there is, like, a few episodes of a series that he did, I guess, that before this. Was it was it done before the, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, so there's, like, Ghost Beaver Kick, the series kind of thing. And I feel like... I, I didn't get a chance to watch any of those videos, but I feel like that was kind of him just working out what he wanted to eventually do for the movie, maybe? Well, if, <clears throat> initially it was just like the TV series. I, Dang, we need Stefan now to tell us the mm. whole history. But uh, So, he had been recording Ghost Beaver Kick for a while. Like I was a part of one of the episodes, so if you ever find that episode, I'm there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, I'm dressed as a ninja. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 2017 it was November 18, 2017, when we started filming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he'd been doing that for a while beforehand. So I started to get to know Stefan after he started this. So I kind of like jumped in all of a sudden and got to be a part of the filming. And I uh, that commercial that we did, I'm one of the com- uh, characters as well. So I did. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, so I was in that too. So I, I yeah, the- see me pop up randomly in a lot of things. <laughs> and so what's hilarious is I didn't even know um, Stefan back in the day because the film noir, I'm in it for like the briefest of seconds. Okay. Because um, I was just uh, extra because I heard that it's my friend Blake, who's the melty face guy, mm-hmm. who introduced me to Stefan. And okay. uh, we did a play together called Yeah, You Have the Right to Remain Dead. Okay. And that's when I first got to work with Stefan uh, acting. So it was hilarious because I was like, oh, hey, I was an extra in your movie. And um, then, yeah, so I just kind of like worked with him over the years. So there's been different plays that I've done. There's been uh, different like the movies that we've done, the TV series that we've done. Um, yeah, so it's been awesome. Like we've worked together in so many different ways over the years. Nice, nice. Do you uh, have any idea what the budget kind of was for this? Because it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, everything but the kitchen sink like production, he, right? He got a grant from the government okay. to do this. Yeah. We did get, um, we did get paid. So a lot of us, even were extras or actors, we got paid to do this, oh. which was so cool. Because technically now I'm considered a professional actor because I got paid. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not sure on the budget though. Uh, I know we, like anytime he makes a film, I find that everybody that he works with and the community itself, like it, they really work together to cut costs a lot of the times. Right. So the final scene is filmed at, uh, Cody's, um, uncle's junk or yeah, scrapyard. Mm-hmm. So that we got to just use. It wasn't something that we had to like pay or do anything for. It was just something that we had available to us. Uh, the cabin that a lot of filming was done at was in Redbridge, and that was owned by Stefan's family. Okay. And then there's like a few other scenes where it's like people who have stuff are like, here, yeah, use this, do this, take this. So while he does have to purchase like some of the costumes we have people who are like so brilliant with costume making like my mm-hmm. boiler suit was sized to me and added like the red to it to make it look a little bit more uh fun yeah, you get the uh <laughs> it, it did the uh there, there's a whole like connection between you and like the avro arrow kind of like design scheme there yeah yeah and then also stefan is just brilliant when it comes to creativity like that Moon sequence at the beginning, yeah. The, the cabin that's on fire, the melty face, the the cut up half body thing, like all those things is just his genius. Like he's just he's brilliant. Like the guy's brilliant. Like I kind of wish he was on the show, so you could kind of pick his brain. Because mm-hmm. my goodness, like his writing, like that's all his writing uh, for the the movie. That's all him. Like he's just like I read his stuff and I'm just like killed over laughing because this guy is just so funny and so clever this movie is really funny too I, I was laughing quite a bit watching it to, again tonight I forgot how funny it was um, but yeah you, you mentioned like the production value here and it's like yeah that opening that giant magnet which is like looks like it's a like a strainer of some sort or <laughs> some, some sort of utensil right and, and and he gets production value out of that because he makes it like a satellite that opens up its panels, but it's just the <laughs> strainer opening up, and he's got the magnets glued to it, and it, like it's a giant space magnet that brings the Earth and the Moon colliding together, and yeah, and I, it's just like okay, I already know where this film 
is at, and it's fun as fuck. <laughs> I realized we like jumped into it. Did you uh, did you want to play the song? I am going to play the song. Okay, but, uh, I wasn't sure if I interrupted with like my long details of everything. No, no, no. Yeah, there there is a there is a song in this, uh, but it, it's the guy who does basically the music for the movie too, right? David Dino White. David Dino White. Dino White. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and there there's like a something from another like local. Like, yeah, the music was. The music is local as well, so I think that's really cool. Mm. So even the the video that we make, uh, I, I just I loved it. I loved working on this. It was very much about the community. It was very much getting um, local artists involved in like anything that we could. Uh, the there's that part where the fiddle and I think guitar and like mm-hmm. um, the guy yeah. playing like was he playing a wash tub or drums or something. It looks like a box. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, I don't know. Those are all people that I know. Those are all friends of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're all talented musicians. Uh, It's just, it's so much fun. Like, this is, and yeah, even the the fighting sequences, uh, it was, we choreographed it at a uh, a local martial arts gym here. Mm -hmm. So the people who helped us out were wonderfully sweet. And then... um, our guy who plays Mr. Business, so freaking talented. He's excellent, yeah. Like my martial arts look like poop. <laughs> He's so clean and so oh god, like blow my mind. He plays one of the ninjas where his face is like totally covered up so you don't see him again. But mm-hmm. he gets to do like <laughs> a little bit of fighting that's not Mr. Business. So <laughs> it's fun to see that where I'm like, <laughs> it's him. But um yeah, should should mention like not only is this movie really funny, but like it's unexpectedly really good when it comes to the fight scenes. You're not kidding when you say there's actual uh, choreography going on in these. You, you know, you're you're downplaying your skills. You look good fighting on screen, Mister Business. He 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 looks really fucking good. Um, he's so friggin' talented. Like he's yeah. so good. Uh, but like, and then of course there's. There's people in the production on the cast who have no like uh, background with with that, right? Obviously, but the way Stefan shoots it, he shoots around everybody's uh, level of, of fighting, right? So it's like it, even the ones who you, you can kind of tell they they have no uh, fighting background, they still look fine, and so like the fights all look pretty fucking good. I was constantly surprised how good they were. It's. It was hilarious working with some people because there was people with no background uh, for mm-hmm. fighting experience. But Stefan's just like, okay, cool. Make a, a post-apocalyptic ninja outfit. So what mm-hmm. would you wear in the post-apocalyptic? And what was so hilarious was seeing people come up with costumes that you could wear in the winter. Because it was one of the filming days we had was one of the coldest days of the year. Mm. And you would see the costume. You see these like full snow pants Two scars, everything covering themselves with like belts and whatever around. And mm-hmm. I, I was watching it today and I was thinking of how clever that was. Like how funny a Canadian movie was made with ninjas in snowsuits. Like, mm-hmm. and this is, this was just, there was no guidance. It was just wear what you want, but it has to represent a ninja, a post apocalyptic ninja. And I thought some of the costumes were so creative. Like they're just, Amazing, and there's, I sorry, I like, I'm totally fangirling over this because this is like such a cool movie and to be able to talk mm-hmm. about it. But there's that one 
fight sequence at the beginning of the movie where it's these three kids and they're from the 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 gym the the dojo mm-hmm. for, uh, that helped with the the fight sequence or with the fighting uh, choreography okay. so <laughs> three of those kids showed up and i love that scene i just love it i think it's just the most adorable thing i love that they came out i love that they were so prepared to be like yeah let's show off our skills and they're wearing these like massive snowsuits to stay warm <laughs> they're just great it's just so heartwarming <laughs> like this there's tons of fighting but it's just fun <laughs> yeah so, like, people kind of wondering what whoever watched this, kind of wondering, like, the aesthetic that's kind of going on here. You kind of, like, think Turbo Kid, but with a lower budget, and that's kind of where it's at, you know? But it, And it's also got a kind of the same quirky sense of humor as, like, Turbo Kid, but, like, even more off the wall. Uh, and not as gory, of course. Like, I honestly, I don't think there is any gore in the movie, is there? Like, it's very no. cartoonish. The yeah, violence. like, the, yeah. the one scene where... Do you see the guy get sawed in half? Mm-hmm. It was they used a watermelon. Like it's very obviously not a body. Like you could very much tell it's on body. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> and when you the one scene where you where you stick your like drill bit finger into the big guy's head and, and yeah. start controlling him like a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like, uh, and you, you send him off, and he does like a clothesline on like three or four people, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of if if you dig Turbo Kid, like you're gonna, I think you're really gonna dig this because this is like Turbo Kid with more jokes, like, <laughs> and especially if you like get Canadian references too, like there's plenty of that stuff going on. Like I mentioned, like the Avro Arrow is kind of a big thing here. So if if you are like if you have any sort of like knowledge of like, a Canadian history, like the Avro Arrow was a interceptor uh, jet fighter. That was scrapped at the last minute, basically, by the uh, Diefenbaker government over, like, international pressures and stuff and a possibility of, like, Russian spying on us and stuff. But it was supposed to be, like, the, like, at the time, in, like, 58, 59, it would have been the most advanced uh, jet fighter in the world uh, when it was being made. And it was a Canadian-made uh, piece of equipment. So so the, there, there's definitely a lot of references to that in the film. Uh, like, it it wins you the day, the little scale model at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's another thing. Um, how brilliant Stefan is. Just his level of jokes. Like, mm-hmm. you need to ha- have to have... a crazy amount of knowledge for a lot of the stuff that he did and how he did it so yeah just hats off to him like i know i know he's gonna he's gonna listen to this now and i'm gonna gonna be like trying to cover my face because i've just been well i mean like i mean part of it though is like (laughs) speaking of speaking of uh you and not to blow smoke up your ass but your performance you pull off a lot of the humor just with your facial expressions and stuff like that and and you're playing you're playing in a basically like a android or robot character that's also french canadian at the same time oh my bad accent oh yeah Mm -hmm. that was a great bad accent like sometimes it sounds great and then other times i'm like oh that's rough that's so bad (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no but your delivery like just with with your facial expressions and stuff you know like the the scene where where a character returns from the dead and is about to explain it and then there's that missing real joke, basically, where the film cuts off and you lose half the explanation. And then you then it cuts back to you, and you're like, oh, "Makes sense." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. There's this one scene. Um, 
uh, this this had this every time it just has me like howling and laughter. Like mm-hmm. the scene on the skidoo. Oh, I was going to mention that because <laughs> it reminds me of both Return of the Jedi with the speeder bikes, right? But also because it's um, and I, I assume you use like a green screen for this, right? Kind of kind of thing, yeah. So it's like a rear projection style, uh, poor man's process green screen kind of thing, where they're going through the woods on these skidoos, and it look it reminds me of both Return of the Jedi, but it also reminds me of the old Frankie and that beach party movies where they're surfing, because it's very much the same vibe. It's very cool. <laughs> we were. My God, was my le- were my legs ever tired after that? Because you're just bouncing up and down trying to make mm-hmm. it like you're moving, which is even more funny because my hair doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I have long hair, and my mm-hmm. hair is down the whole time, which also is hilarious on another side note that I will get to. But I'm on this skidoo, and my hair just doesn't move. <laughs> I'm, we're bouncing around doing all this stuff, and my hair is just there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Feel like we're just in place. <laughs> great, great. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and because like this was shot over a year, um, I always have did my hair with like the braid on the side. But you could tell some days my hair was so messy from doing stuff, and mm-hmm. the next day my hair was really nice and like brushed out, perfect. <laughs> just, just funny things mm. and it's like what i love is that this film uses both like really cheap cheesy effects sometimes like it's got the the, the miniatures and shit for the uh, the cabin that blows up and all that stuff but then it gets to like the, the that raiders of the lost ark moment where where two of the bad guys get like melted basically by <laughs> by this energy this this beam of light basically and it's like Whoa, that looks really good. Like that honestly looks better than anything in Turbo Kid. Like that that's that's a moment where like the actual special effects like look like oh that that's actually better than some movies I've seen in the theaters. Like it's really really good. Really well done. Like just just the um just the the know-how and like the production value and like getting the most out of everything that he had and like finding clever ways to work around things and and, and and then compact it all into a 40 minute film is pretty remarkable this the is... the um southern ontario the background mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah when he i love was... i love <laughs> that ontario's was... been split into three places pieces right so you got you got the Ontario, the part of Ontario that you guys start in, and then there's then there's uh, uh, Mantario, um, Montario, <laughs> and and that's a place of of monsters and mutants. It's like it, that's like basically where Fallout is happening. It's monsters and mutants and and the horror of a of a man eating pancakes with oat maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was. Yeah, so he showed us clips of the recording as we were doing mm. it just to show, just in case we had to like reshoot anything because he'd asked for us for uh, feedback. And for the green screen stuff, he wouldn't put it right away. But mm. there was one that says, <laughs> Southern Ontario goes here in the back. Yeah, so yeah. It, it just says that. It's the <laughs> best thing ever for editing, like before editing. Oh my God, I just laughed. I'm like, it, okay, I, I wanted him to keep like one 
scene of that in there because I thought it would be hilarious. But that would be funny. That, that would be a pretty good joke. Insert vintage here. It was just <laughs> great. It was just, it was just so funny. Um, yeah, this is like I've done like extra. Like I said, I was an extra for stay fan. This is fan for another movie, mm-hmm. and I've done extra work for like actual like productions that happen in North Bay, and um, I, this is probably like the silliest thing I've been a part of and Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I got to be a big part in it because it was just such a unique experience like it'll probably never happen for me again it's not as if I'm a hugely sought after actor person because I I, I'm okay like there's some parts where I can see myself like giggling and laughing because I can't stop smiling Mm -hmm. and there's other parts where I'm like oh that was really good but uh, I'm definitely nothing (laughs) amazing so I'm beyond stoked that I got to be a part of this like I didn't even think this would ever happen in my lifetime and uh, I'm so glad I did because every time I watch it I just oh my god it's just so good it's so good it was so much fun it was such a great experience you you definitely shine in the production that's for sure so Mm. um so I don't know if you want some like background on some stuff yeah. All right. So the first one I'm going to say, because this is what I, I guarantee you, this is one of the things that Stefan was going to say. Okay. So at the end of the credits, I don't know if you read at the end of the credits where it said no animals were harmed mm-hmm. in the sequence, but a 1982 citation died and some people got really cold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I... Uh, <laughs> He, he told me afterwards, after that, he was editing. He's on my face in one of the scenes. And uh, he felt so bad because he thought, like, all he could think of was, like, oh, my God, Lee fucking hates me right now. Because I guess I, I looked really grumpy. Oh, really? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I was. But <laughs> it was, so you saw my outfit. Mm-hmm. that I wore. So it was a boiler outfit and all I could fit under was long underwear, like the long drawn stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had like that insulated whatever and then I had the boots I was wearing were winter boots and I had um, some nice warm socks. But if you're standing in that, it doesn't keep you warm. No. There's not enough insulation to keep you warm. And we filmed, like I said, we filmed on the coldest day. So that I was standing outside in that on the coldest day <laughs> in that outfit. So the scene where we're on the skidoo, on the, yeah, on the skidoo going through Mentario. Mm-hmm. We need the music. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the face. That was the face where he's like, oh, fuck. She's pissed at me. Because. <laughs> Holy fuck, what's it called? Like, I, uh, Adam was such a sweetheart because, like, he was wearing all this warm stuff and I was, like, snuggling him between takes because mm-hmm. I was so cold. I was so <laughs> cold. I My toes were getting really cold. My body was getting really cold and I was trying to not look cold. And um, every time during breaks, I, like, um, Stefan's wife, Courtney, would, like, run over and grab me, like, uh, a th- blanket to put over me and my toque so he could, like, try and keep me warm. Mm-hmm. And there's one scene. Oh, I wish she had like the outtakes because some of them are so funny. There's one scene where uh, after we recorded, I come back and I'm like, I forgot to take off my toque. <laughs> <laughs> so just, we're gone. We get the shot perfectly, and I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> I was so cold. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, I wasn't mad. I definitely wasn't mad. I think I was just trying not to chatter my teeth or something like that. Oh, I was yeah. trying to like act warm as possible. And I was also um, trying to puppeteer. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mr. Uh, Maple? Mr. Maple as well. <laughs> Cause, oh, yeah, because yeah, I'm on the like, you can easily tell, like, that's me. Like, we don't have anybody else doing it. So I'm on the shoulder, like, trying to do it. And it was. Was it? Yeah, anyways, it was just really awkward to do the whole thing. And then I'm like trying to do something else with that <laughs> Mr. Maple. It just yeah. kept so my for, hand warm, but. <laughs> so for people, for people who haven't watched, Mr. Maple is basically a, a beaver puppet who has mystical powers. And by the end of the film, uh, Mr. Maple turns Ghost Beaver Kick, our main character, into basically a Power Ranger. Like a. Yeah. Like a <laughs> A mutant beaver Power Ranger hybrid of some sort, but uh, yeah, it's just this it's just chock full of like weird ideas, but they all like work in the context of the film, where it's just like all this off the wall zany stuff that happens that it, the movie just goes with, and everyone in the movie goes with, and it works. Like honestly, the shot. If they had kept a shot with you with the toque on your head, it would have been like, who, who gives a shit? Like, it, yeah, there was no continuity either. Like, you could totally tell. Uh -huh. uh, especially like the whole joke was that it's supposed to be really badly dubbed and mm -hmm. badly. I'm gonna put in quotations because it was cleverly done, but edited to because there was um, one of the the ninjas. You can see him. He changes his eye patch eye. <laughs> <laughs> And he has glasses on too, so it makes it even funnier. Oh, but, I didn't. Uh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, if ever you spot it out, I think it's just funny because he'll just switch it eye constantly. Mm. Every scene, he just switches it eye. Nice. He's just background, but I just thought it was crazy. I like just thought it was so much fun that Stefan was totally cool with like the background actors kind of like helping with the the joke of the continuity. Then there's also the scene of when we first get into uh, Southern Ontario. We run, we jump on this truck, and then yes. we jump off of it. <laughs> For no reason, it's just like no reason. <laughs> they had plenty of room in between the in between the cars. They could have just run through, but no, they jump on, jump off. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. The only thing I have to say is that a boiler suit was hard to to do things in because it wasn't flexible mm -hmm. whatsoever. It was a tough material, so there's a lot of times where I'm trying to do stuff and I I can't do it as easily as I'd hoped. But uh, yeah, so for filming, we filmed on the coldest day of the year, and we also filmed on like the hottest day of the year. So that hmm. final fight scene, um, our lead actor unfortunately got heat stroke because oh, he shit. was wearing like. So oh, this was total opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had nothing uh, for winter. He had too much for summer. So mm -hmm. we both suffered <laughs> greatly. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun though. Like it was absolutely so much fun. Uh, I obviously those situations you don't ever want them to happen because. Like, uh, Stefan had food for us ready. He had, like, a tent in the... When we had to film in the field, he had a tent where there was, like, heat and stuff. And he would go there early in the morning to make sure that there was, like, warmth for everybody. And there was things for everybody. Like, he was just very cautious about making sure that all the actors, um, both background and uh, the main actors, all were comfortable and all were fed and all had something, like... Uh, yeah, they were helped out whenever they needed or however they needed to be helped out. So, cool. yeah, as much as he likes always to comment about that face, I definitely have to say, like, amazing person to work with. Like, it just him and his wife are just brilliant, wonderful, loving people that when it comes to all this stuff, they're so caring about people a part of their thing. So they worry about their actors first. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. You can... Uh, 
you can pretty much tell the positive energy that was going on behind the scenes because the movie's just fun and happy. Like it, it really is. Like it, it, do, it does have that real energy to it where there's like not a cynical thing going on. There, it doesn't look like anyone there hates being there. So yeah, yeah. other than me in that one scene. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of other things. I, uh, oh yeah, so there's one scene where I got hurt. So uh, this is last one of the last scenes, one of the last fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Mr. Business throws his suitcase, and um, I catch it. So when I did that scene. When I went to go catch her, something happened. Mm-hmm. I got the corner of the the suitcase in my knee, like on my knee, and it hit me oh, pretty yeah. hard. And uh, I had a, a pretty nasty bruise there for a bit. Was it your bad knee that got hit? No, it wasn't. But it was. It was just more like how it hit it, because it hit that. It was that perfect corner that hit the perfect spot. That's really painful. Like you yeah. don't get that nerve or whatever. It was yeah, one yeah. of those. So like. I'm pretty sure that's the shot that's in there because, like, I went down pretty hard. And uh, it looked really good. So I don't know if it is, though, because that scene, obviously, it was kind of, like, reversed to do it because, obviously, no one threw a fucking suitcase at me. Well, I but, mean, you know, you know, for couldn't be any more dangerous than the pancakes that you throw. Like, I love that scene. <laughs> I got so good at throwing pancakes right in my friend. Okay, so the, the super, like, stunningly tall ninja is my friend mm-hmm. Val. And um, I got so many pancakes in her face. <laughs> I had, I was getting perfect aim to get pancakes <laughs> in the face. There's, there's one that's so funny because she gets in the face and she just says ah! <laughs> like thing. Her hands get stuck on her. I think it's great. Like I just, I, I love that scene. That was one of the first scenes we did, and it just really set the tone for the whole movie afterwards. Just to show like how comical this was going to be and how hilarious this was going to be because mm-hmm. yeah the pancakes that like as we keep taking them there's like two left but we're still throwing more like yeah 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 and then the no. pancake that comes out of nowhere at later on and there's the one you pull it. there's there's the one you pull out of your cleavage mm-hmm. the pancake the pancake <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was great that was great like it's the fight scenes were a lot of fun to do too and i didn't i don't think they took a crazy amount of shots like obviously i went to do different angles Mm-hmm. There was some where I got to the end of the day. Like, there was the, the last fight scene. I was so exhausted because it was really hot. Yeah. I was so exhausted. I have some, like, pretty uh, technical kicks and stuff that I do that I was just – I didn't have the energy to do it. Like, I just couldn't get the height, couldn't do whatever I wanted to do. Like, felt kind of lazy trying to do it. But it was just mm-hmm. – you're filming all day. You're in the heat all day. So, eventually, like, you're human. Just – Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your body's like, fuck you. <laughs> You need a stunt double. Why don't you have a stunt double? <laughs> I, I don't know if they... Well, I, I guess it could have been a funny joke if they had found you a stunt double. And, I mean, you're so short. Like, if they had gotten, like, a six-foot-two woman and put her in a, in a in the jumpsuit and had her do a kick or two, that would, would have yeah. been a funny joke. There was, um, there was a scene where we didn't have Adam for uh, Ghost Beaver Kick. So... You don't see it, but there is a part of the movie where it's not him in the costume. Oh, well, I was actually going to ask you the the final shot where you're joking about having the pizza with only half pineapple and no ninjas, yeah. and then and then you guys jump and and it freeze frames. 
Was that him in the in the front? Because it look, he looks like a dummy, like the way his arms and stuff are. Yeah, like because it, his arms were inside. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they kept because you remember that scene he breaks his arms. Right. And so he right. jumps, and that was the joke. Was that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, do yeah, love. Yeah. By the way, I do love the use of dummies in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this movie. Oh no, everything's good in this film. Like it's it's just it it's it's amazing. Like more people should see this because it's it's one of the best short films I've ever seen. Like it, there's it's just so fun, start to finish. Yeah, it. He, uh, I just I can't say like enough about Stefan. Like. He's so humble too. Like anytime he talks, he's mm-hmm. like, "No, no, it's you guys. It's you guys. It's all you guys." I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, like it's literally you. You. He's so fucking smart. He's so intelligent. He's so brilliant, and he's so fucking sweet too. Like that's the thing. Like I love working with him. Uh, anytime he has any sort of thing, I'm like, "Yes, please sign me up. I don't care. I'll be a fucking tree in the background." Like mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love working with him. Like he's just. Oh yeah, and his wife is always like they're such a, a, a an awesome duo. Because uh, she's totally like tags along, and she's always a part of it. And she's like basically the assistant director, helping out all with everything. Nice. Yeah, so she needs credit too because she is always there helping everybody. She's always there making sure everyone's comfortable. She's always there like doing everything on the sidelines. So as much as I love to talk about Stefan, like Courtney's on the other side just as much, working just as hard to make sure that this is this goes well for everybody. Mm. Like again they focus on making sure the actors are very comfortable. Like, that's the biggest thing. They do everything. Like, every time I go out, there's fucking snacks and food. And, like, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? <laughs> Here, just just go back there. And I'll just, like, massage your feet and, like, fucking <laughs> do your nails for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously, I don't do that. But, <laughs> like, mm. it's just, that's just, they just go so far and beyond to make sure that you're good. Like, during those crazy cold days... Uh, Courtney was like making soup for us so yeah. when we had a break we had this like really warm soup to drink uh, to have to warm up so and then they ensure like for dietary reasons we had someone who's vegan so they got everything made sure they have enough snacks and food for them that geared towards their diet like cool. they made sure to do that stuff like yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're great people they're wonderful people I can't say enough about them I think they're I love 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 working with them I love doing mil- films with them yeah, I think definitely we'll probably do Stefan's other film, uh, The Past a Killer, at some point. So hopefully we, we can, like, plan that ahead, you know, early enough that we can we can get him on and, and to talk about the film and stuff. Yeah, like he definitely wanted to be here tonight, but unfortunately mm. um, he did have other plans. And I did kind of last second. I'm the same as you. I just, I, yeah. I, I forgot. I've been so busy. I should have asked him earlier. Um, but now he's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> making fun of me so it's all good yeah. it's all good I hope, but, hope, but you know like I said hope, uh, we obviously both love this I hope maybe this gets some more eyes on the film honestly like I said I'm going to link down where you can find it in the show notes it's on YouTube it's on Vimeo um, there's no physical media release of this right we but, have they released a VHS tape that was only oh, really? available. Yeah, only available if you went to the premiere, which okay. I do have a copy of on VHS. So, any anything else you you want to add before we uh, kind of? Yeah, I, I I I've said everything I need to say. I think I've uh, kind of given a good explanation. I'm trying to think of like any scenarios of anything like background related. That's funny, but uh, or any like insight. 
I do I do love seeing what we film and then mm-hmm. seeing it as a final edit because there's some situations some scenes where like the the scene on the the scooters were bouncing up and down and then there's like a scene that we're filming on the day and he does night and uh the the things <laughs> so okay this is one thing i was gonna laugh about uh when we were in mantario and we go into like mm-hmm. that thing vortex world R- thing right um and i'm falling backwards I don't have any ab strength. Courtney was standing behind me, keeping me up, so I didn't fall <laughs> off the chair because I couldn't. Stefan, or Stefan, uh, Adam was able. Like Adam's like super athlete, so he's like, "Oh, this is easy. I could do this all day." And there's me who's trying, and I'm like, "I can't do this." Like, yes. So Courtney's holding me up, so I look like I'm able to do it, and my face again. You you'll catch it like I you could tell I was having so much fun in this movie because there's a lot of times you catch me where I shouldn't be smiling and I'm smiling because mm-hmm. I'm terrible like I try so hard to do like a serious face and you see that grin you see that grin like there's the time where like I get taken and I'm supposed to do a really angry face I there were so many takes for me doing that because I couldn't do a fucking angry face <laughs> I just oh. can't <laughs> I can't do it I I know like, for I know for personal experience you have no poker face so, but. <laughs> I neither, don't. I neither, smile a lot. Yeah, neither do I. Anyway, but you know. Yeah, fuck you. You have like the perfect poker face. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a permagrin in general. Like if you check all my IDs, even if mm-hmm. I have a serious face, I always have like a little bit of a smile. So in a lot of scenes where I see myself and I'm like, oh, it looks like I'm smiling and I'm not smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never became a professional actor. <laughs> yes. Um, oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was fun to talk about. We uh, we're gonna go back to our pick a movie, pick a person in that movie, and then they'll from whatever's in their filmography that looks good, that'll be our next movie to uh, do, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's your, your it's your pick because you did pick Maniac, but you couldn't be on that show, so we're just gonna like carry it over to our next episode so uh did did you pick something lee no (laughs) (laughs) uh i didn't think of it no i didn't know i wasn't sure what we were gonna do so i did not but i will definitely pick something Mm -hmm. um soon soon soonish so that we can let our viewers know and uh also that we can get it started so yeah uh so can people find you on the interwebs yet, or have you not changed your socials over? I can't even breathe right now. I've been so busy. Like I, I, <laughs> I honestly, yesterday, uh, my plan was to uh, watch my friend play for a bit and then jump on later to like catch a movie with you guys. But by the time I finished my paper, I think it was like what ten. By t- yeah, by the time I got to the restaurant after I finished my paper, I think it was like ten forty, and mm-hmm. uh, I was so exhausted and then today I was working and I had to get some stuff done tomorrow's like all my homework because I have uh oh no I only have one assignment due next week it's the next following week I have one two three four assignments due in one week five five (laughs) assignments due in one week so yeah so it's just been chaotic mess of trying to catch up with school eventually eventually I'll I'll figure something out but for now it's just find me where you find Lee yeah and you can find us at tmbdos.podbean.com. You can find all of our links and all of our previous episodes and all that. Um, I was going to do should, this. I forgot yeah. this. 
Yeah, you should take a picture of that, Lee, and share it in the Facebook group, which is a little Sigma doll. Little, uh, a sewn. Like, that's yarn, right? Someone made this for us, yeah. Yeah. That is essentially an action figure Yeah. Me. At first I thought it was a bu- at first I thought it was one of those um what the fuck do you call them they're they're very popular now like they're little like figures with like the pops uh, Yeah, the fun- Funko Pops or whatever the fuck they are. That's what it looked like at first like but it's it's made out of yarn and it's got it's it's Lee Sigma and it's got uh, Mr. Maples. Yeah. You should take pictures of those and put them in the Facebook group. Is what I'm, I'm making you a good video for a gift later. I, I will probably forget to make a gift, so you should just... Like, I will take remind a... you. Okay. <laughs> um, I will take a picture still, but I'm going yeah, to remind okay. you. Cool, cool. But yeah, uh, com. I think I said that right. It's only been 300 episodes. I should have should have gotten it right by now. Everybody uh, else should know it by now, by heart. They, sh- they should. Um, Me but, included. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so whatever we do next time is what we do when we're back, when we're back. Uh, thank you, Lee. This was a lot of fun to talk about this. I'm glad we finally got around to doing it. And thank and, you for mm-hmm. having us. I mean, for having me, for doing this. For Thank you for making it an episode about me. This yeah. will fill my ego up for later. Exactly. Because <laughs> usually I'm just tearing her down all the time. This is what's what's going on. But um, uh, yeah, and thank you all for listening. 300 episodes. I'm sure there's at least a handful of people who've like listened from the beginning. And if that's the case, very much appreciate you. Thank you very much. Happy 300th anniversary. I mean, episode anniversary. Yay. Episode anniversary. Yay. And we're going to get the fuck out of here. So goodbye. Bye. Ontario And I take comfort From memories there And in my mind I still need a place to go All my best changes Were there Behind the stars Yellow moon on the rise Big birds flying across the sky Growing shadows Oh,
been listening to They Must Be Destroyed on Site. For further episodes of this podcast, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through. I made a different ending. Yay. That's new. Yeah, I didn't. I, w- I was gonna do a new intro too, but it was like I love it too much. I can't change it. <laughs>